Happy Sunday, my lovely congregation, and welcome back to Pussy Church. I'm Laura, an erotic writer and the creator of Tales of Laura, which you can find at talesoflaura.com and at Tales of Laura on Instagram. And today we are back with the boys Alex and Balash. We talked about this year's sexless Olympics, sex trends over the centuries, and if you can join an all-male sex party if you're the only girl. Let's dive in. Amen. Welcome. Why are you laughing? Because you exhaled why I said welcome, and I was like, Jesus. Do it smell that bad? No, oh, it's just I could hear like the ASMR shit in my like ear. <sighs> oh my god. Oh. I'm just gonna start moaning. Oh my god. <laughs> I just read this tweet today where this girl was saying it's like mm. it's such an underestimated. Oh yeah, you, thing. you posted that. Like, yes, an underestimated <laughs> thing that like girls and so many girls have written me on my Instagram that they love hearing their guys moan. Mm-hmm. I bet this guy moans the shit out of you if you're in bed with him. Like, mm, oh, I don't. Mm, I'm actually mm. rather quiet. No, you he's like, mm. I'm shy. But well, you don't talk either? Are you like just mute? No, not at all. Like that. No, I'm I not. Talk mute, the nasty shit. I don't talk a lot. I, suck on this but I, I mean, I don't moan, moan. <laughs> I, I do that Wait, though. Do you? Yeah, sometimes. I nice. Put this thing in your mouth, you piece of shit. <gasps> you don't say that. I did once. It was it was not received you, well. You, piece <laughs> of, you said you, yeah, piece, you piece of, of shit. shit. But that's I don't know. Ridiculous. You know. You know the problem is I use that language in my everyday life, so it kind of like it's a huge problem. <laughs> just translated it, to the it, bedroom. Kind of translated to the bedroom, like like suck on this dick, you piece of shit. <laughs> That is Why not good. Why would you good. say that? Like, I didn't mean it like that. See the way I'm. No, better. you gotta, you gotta. If you insult somebody in bed, you gotta do it with like common words to insult somebody in bed, like slut or some shit, which is, I think, also horrible. But <laughs> yeah, but th- th- I don't like insults. Happen once, okay? Yeah, I don't really like insults in bed. I also find it like always so strange. You know, I'm already sucking your dick. It's fine. You know, we don't have to make this into like a mean situation. Like, don't don't make me stop. You know, like. You know, encourage me. Yeah. Say yeah. things of encouragement. Like, but, oh, yeah. this feels so good. Look, oh, baby, blah, blah, blah. Your fucking tongue. I love your is, lips. Like, that kind of shit is, like, really encouraging and makes me want to go crazy for you. If you're like, you fucking piece of shit. You're slut. I'm like, excuse <laughs> me? Once. I'll stop and, like, no. hold the dick and be like, excuse me, what the fuck did no, you just say no, to me? No, listen. No, I'm not into let me, that at let all. Me, let me explain you real quick what happened. This one was a very nasty individual in itself. Excuse <laughs> me? <laughs> it's getting worse. <laughs> It is getting oh, worse. never making it better by saying shit like that? What do you mean nasty no, individual? She, she, she was a kinky She was open-minded she, and kinky. She was yeah. very kinky and okay, she said a lot okay, of like crazy stuff. Like, what did she mm, say? I love putting both of your balls in my mouth. Like, okay. okay well, that's <laughs> so I went with it and I went too far as I oh. always We were did. having too much fun. <laughs> well, but that can actually fun. happen, right? If you like, I think boundaries are like a funny thing, right? Because yeah. you think something, for example, I like, I think spanking is really fun, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't like to get spanked in the face. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't like to get slapped. So, but if you don't know that boundary, but yeah, I'm just, yeah. you know, a and guy would be like, okay, well, that's cute. She likes it. She's like moaning and then he <laughs> keeps on moving upwards. And I'm like, 
go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me and alone. So He's like, oh shit, I didn't know what happened. Sometimes just you get like, lost yeah. in the heat of the moment. And that yeah. was the heat of the moment thing because yeah, she was I like, guess. she loves like choking on my balls and shit like that. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, suck this dick, you piece of shit. I was wondering, you know what I mean? I'm sure some people <laughs> really. I called her a piece of shit in bed. Can you fucking believe no, it? No, I cannot. <laughs> that is extreme. Get yourself together. <laughs> it happened once, okay? Did God you learn from it? I did. I never said very, that again. Very well. <laughs> Sounds like very you did, well. though. Very good, sir. Very Horrific. Good. <laughs> well, I mean, we do. Okay. Just imagine. If we're already at this point. Ha- so let's talk about a few things that we've done that we don't want to do again. I think that'd be like a fun. <laughs> so we okay. start this podcast with. Okay. Let me first. start this podcast really quick because we're in the middle of it already. So welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Pussy Church. And today, as you already heard, because we got right into it, I'm back again with the two beautiful men in my life, Bolish and Alex. Hello. Hi. Thanks, thanks for being for here. Us thanks for again. having us. Pieces again. of shits. <laughs> hey, that's my catchphrase. If it, is it like this, is it just shit. the sixth or the fifth time now? The sixth, it's the sixth right? Oh, wow. It's already had six fun. episodes. Sexy. We got to do a playlist. It's Amazing. Well, um, thank you for coming back to church. Thanks for having us. Again, the only church we ever attend. I yeah. love that. The only church I believe in. Oh, <laughs> pussy, pussy church. church. Blessed be the pussy. He has risen. May she open to your touch. Amen. 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 So we already got into it, but um, <laughs> things you did in bed that you don't want to do again, or, you know, that also happened to you, right? Like somebody blew you in a certain way and you're like, oh, not the teeth. You know, everybody knows oh, that. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Right. Weirdly enough, that shit happens. The teeth still happen. Well, does it just happen when you go all the way back and nope. she's trying to it? was full on just working the way with the teeth. Really? Like it was a, a, a cob of corn or something. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Even sideways. I'm, I fucking kid you not. Like, like, no. no. Was, like, was it an unexperienced woman? No. She I mean, you sleep with 18-year-olds, so I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> first of all, this is a public space. Do not I do love this. that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Secondly, are we getting back to this where you agitate me again, you people? Oh, come oh, on. No. Come back. No. Come the thing is, she, used to, she was the same age as me back then. I think, what was it, 25, 26 or mm-hmm. something? And she did have boyfriends before. I mean, I was the affair. And nobody ever told her? I don't know, but I was kind of the affair. And I told her, look, this is not good. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? Like, Can I give you some feedback? Oh, you so you told yeah, her? Yeah, like, That's lose the good. teeth. Like, <laughs> lose, lose the teeth. I'm do you want you. me to help you? <laughs> but, the, but I told her, like, please use the lips, not the teeth. She's like, but everybody likes this. Like, no one likes this. <laughs> you know what I do have to say about this, though? You had the guy you bit the, the yes, dick. Yes. Yeah, it's so him. strange. Oh, yeah. So I was dating a guy yeah. for actually quite a while. And he... He told me pretty quickly, you know, so I'm like blowing him normal without teeth because I think that's what most people like. So I'm like doing my thing, you know, and at one point he's just like bite. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no, what are you talking about? And he's like bite. And I'm like, okay. So I bite like a little bit. And he's like harder. I'm like, no, please. I mean, I honestly, at the at the end, I was scared that I would like bite his dick off. These the thing things is, have happened you could. before. You yes, could. I know. This you is terrifying. But that's why. I mean, I, no, no, I, would I, mean, never... I couldn't because I'm not like trying, you know? Yeah. But physically, you could. Yes, that's yeah, a crazy thing. If you, yeah. But, no, um, yeah, but. So, what I'm just saying is like some people like different sensations. So, it could happen. But I think it's very specific. You can't have that one dude that wants his dick bitten and then think that every guy <laughs> wants his dick bitten. You around know? Biting dicks. Like, don't. <laughs> Women, Nobody do not ever tells do you. Do not do this. Do Don't not do this bite at home. Well, ask. only if he asks you to. And, yeah. or, or at, you Wait ask. Wait for people like, to ask. Do you want me to bite your dick? 
And if he says no, don't do it. <laughs> Can you imagine? This would be like the funniest thing because your chances of somebody saying yes are so low that this would be the weirdest thing to ask. You're just like, do mm-hmm. you want me to like punch you in the gut? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> so, but seriously, I want to know because you asked the question. What is oh, yeah. something that you have done but would never, never want to do? I'm thinking about that still. He's into a bunch of nasty shit. Well, who says so? I'm not. I don't know. I'm actually quite vanilla. I would he's say. a switch. We heard before. Yeah, yeah he's a switch. I'm yeah. a switch. Did actually, think- talking about this, people going for my butthole. Mm, you don't like that? No, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. No, I don't I do like not. that either. Oh wow! It just takes me out completely. I have two boys that here that don't like that. Interesting. But to be fair, is it that common? Well, hold up. Well, to be fair, I never really experienced it. Interesting. Yeah, because I mean, I've done it for people for the first time. You know what I mean? And I think most, well, when I've done it, they were kind of excited about it. But like, mm. more in, in kind of like a, oh, shit, I've never done this before. One really liked it. Okay. I might have some news for this. <laughs> no. I'm just playing. I'm, what? Just playing, I'm just playing. I mean, around. okay, you can have an orgasm from your prostate. So How? No, you how? Can. It's like one of the most... Um, <laughs> Fake news. It's the easiest <laughs> no, way to have go a like crazy for that. No, I, I, I heard about it, but I cannot yeah. imagine for it. Well, you've never me. had, like, you've never tried, though. Yeah, I, true that. I don't know. Maybe maybe I am. But I don't want to get past my butthole, like, <laughs> so I don't want to try. Yeah, right? It's, it, it, it's, it's just, okay. like, mentally for <laughs> me. No, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm just explaining. I'm not mm-hmm. excusing myself. Like, I know that it's okay. <laughs> but <laughs> for me, my butthole is just so far Holy. removed from anything sexual mm-hmm. that it mm-hmm. just, like, I, I don't, I don't want to get not past even, it. Not even rimming just, and stuff? Not no, even the outside, yeah. No, no, no. Especially what? that. That's that's the thing. Like, that's that's what a the sensation I don't like. And it's like, it's not like I haven't tried by myself in the shower if there's anything for me. For like, when I. You rimmed yourself? No, I didn't rim myself, you, you can't idiot. Rim yourself but like I, like, I, of course, I tried to see how it fucking feels if I touch my butthole. And oh, I didn't yeah. like it. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. That's fair. I think that's exactly what I said earlier. I think everybody has these like things, you know, you don't have to like everything. That's ridiculous, right? Even about sexual emancipation, what I keep on saying all the time, it's just about listening to your needs and not thinking that you have to have it all the time. We have but, to be the kinkiest person in the fucking mm-hmm. room. But just here's a, here's a question. Here's your question. I get teased because I'm like, I never made out with a dude. You know, I never made out with a dude. And Wait, so who teases you for that? Well, I do all the time. It's <laughs> hilarious. Because he's like, oh, how do you know that you're not gay? And I'm like, I, I know I'm not gay. I just don't want to kiss a dude. And he's like, you should, you, if you don't know, you're not sure of your sex. <laughs> if you haven't tried, you don't know. <laughs> See, and now here comes this <laughs> a guy who doesn't want his butthole touched. And well, then, I tried. <laughs> but just yourself. be yourself. And, so? here, and here's the thing. Like, is it still legitimate when you're like, Again, bus stuff. Never tried it. I don't feel like trying it. Is it still legitimate to then be like, well, I don't like it? Or do you just say, I don't like the idea of it? I don't no, want to try. Of course, man. Like, I mean, I you know, can't try, but the thing is, no, no, no. I, I agree wholeheartedly that it isn't the same thing because like, there's crystal meth. I could try and I know I don't mm-hmm. want to. Like, you know. We also <laughs> might be like missing out if we're not doing crystal meth. You know, oh, we who fucking yeah. knows. We probably are actually, you know, I mean, to be fair, it's I mean, probably a really exciting feeling to do it. Yeah. But like, you don't want the repercussions of it. But I mean, I guess with anal, I think the repercussions are not that crazy. But, you know, I don't think you have to do everything. I really don't think so. Okay, that's, no, I'm just wondering because I don't... I don't feel like I'm a stuck-up person in that sense. I think mm. it's more about like being open and curious about 
um, things, and that doesn't mean you have to say yes to everything, yeah, but to be day. open to... Maybe one day I'll let you. I'm looking at Alex <laughs> in this situation. You know, finger bang my asshole. I will try. <laughs> Surprise you, we will maybe come one back day. to you. Oh god, I like this. Well, you know, but, but it's funny. I've experienced things before where I thought I wouldn't like it, and then I did. So I think Which for what? me, um, floggers, for example, the what? What is floggers. That? It's like a, a whip, oh, yeah. the, oh, right? Yeah. And I thought in my mind, and I've talked about this before in this podcast, but like I thought in my mind, I was like, you know, that seems like something so degrading that I can't, and I'm not really into degradation in bed. Mm -hmm. bed. So I was like, I don't know if I would like that when I was younger, you know? And then I had tried it with like somebody I was dating a while ago and it was so specific and so different than I ever thought it would be. And it was so arousing and mm -hmm. so sexy mm -hmm. and like it made me come and i was like this is crazy alone the sensation and the high you get whatever so i was like okay you know just be open to different sensations and to the possibility of something being exciting okay, no so i mean obviously i'm a specific example have because i've tried, tried out a lot of things have you tried floggers on a lady i have not actually. <laughs> like, when it comes to that like i don't i don't like inflicting pain pain but you kind of if someone a flogger is not necessarily just pain it's, it's like, just you can't like it's the it's kind of the game of it is it's like soft and a little rougher and then you she doesn't see what you whatever there's like a whole game involved okay. between it can be a lot of different I things have to check that. I don't it can know also be like that. massive pain clearly right okay. if somebody's really masochistic yeah. but if somebody if it's sensation play mm -hmm. it's not about inflicting pain necessarily but okay. like spanking it, okay. it, it won't be much harder than that on her. If you use like um, a flogger with like a big um, piece of leather that's soft. Okay. Yeah. Are those still called floggers that have multiple? Yeah, that's a flogger, okay. Okay. right? Like it's a whip is only like one. A whip. A whip. And that actually hurts a lot more than a flogger does. Because, mm. for example, the lady I called a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> she, she like once like brought a whole bunch of shit, like, like uh, handcuffs and, and, and then she brought a flogger and she, and she was like, play with me. Like, like, and she said some other nasty things about herself. <laughs> I, I, I calling her a piece of shit was not, it was, look, yes. let's not get into Stop it Stop explaining yourself. <laughs> yes. And she, and, and, you know, I started doing the thing with this whip flogger. Mm -hmm. I, no. But it also it, and requires she, but, but, somebody and when, who also gets off on inflicting. It's true. And she right? was like. What are you? You a little pussy? <gasps> Go real hard. I was like, Ooh. what? Oh, and that's, that's when I was mean. like, no. But see, this reminds mm. me actually, you know, I think um, about choking, right? I think there's quite a lot of guys who don't really like to choke very mm. hard. And I think it's totally fair, you know, mm. to be like, hey, honestly, I know you'd ask me to choke you, but I don't feel comfortable doing it. These things are also fine, right? If like a guy's like, hey, punch me in the face, it'd be like, honestly, <laughs> mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, I don't know. I mean, I've done... I've like done wax play on a guy and like stuff like that because he's into sensation play and into also pain, but I wouldn't have gone and like put hooks into his yeah, skin, no, you know, because yeah, yeah. that's like something I can't really, you know, be okay with, with myself. Mm. So I think we just go with each other and every partner you have, you'll find different boundaries or different places to go. I actually had a really interesting conversation and we talked in this podcast about this a couple episodes ago. Um, with Bianca, with this comedian that I love. Um, she was on the show. But we talked about attachment styles. 
mm-hmm. in, in relationships, right? And there's secure and then there's insecure attachment that you have to a partner. And insecure attachment can be anxious or avoidant, right? So, and then relating that to sex, um, an avoidant relationship person would be somebody who does not, who thinks that sex is separate from love, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. somebody who's anxious would maybe think that as soon as you have sex, it's love. Okay. Right? So kind of this, this this principle. And I thought it was interesting because that avoidant tendency of like thinking, you know, like kind of Madonna whore um, splitting the sexual act from all emotions. And I was just talking about this. And then I was like, you know how interesting. It is so boring. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? I think we can talk about a lot of like how to blow somebody and like how to spank somebody. And like, but if you don't go into this place where you can really be emotional with somebody as well in bed. I don't know. You know, you can try all the kinks in the world. I guess this is where I want to get to. I've tried so many things in bed. And at the end of the road, the most exciting, kinkiest shit is when you get emotional. I think I get that. Because for me, it was always very important that both of us are into it. Because it creates the connection. An emotional one and creates the intimacy and the trust. And there's a lot of trust necessary to do kinky stuff. It's for example, talking about anal, just, it's so important that she's relaxed and trusts you. And yes. And you have to listen, right? Of course. You have have to be so in touch. Listen to the person's body and like see how she reacts and how far you can go. Exactly. And I like the intimacy of it. So I agree wholeheartedly because that I can I can try a lot of stuff if the trust and the intimacy is there. Hmm. Also, when it comes to choking, like the closer I felt to somebody, the more I wanted to choke, 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 choke the hell out of them. Yes, when it then got kinky and we had rough sex, then I was able to be rougher with her hmm. because I we built that trust, we built that yes. intimacy, we tested out sense. how far we want to go, and we we I don't know we we, we built so much trust that I could choker very yes. hard that makes yeah. a lot of and sense though it was good it for the both of us and enjoyable for the both of us because there was the trust because you know us we're super insecure i'm sorry to speak for both no, of us but we're super true. insecure in our own bodies so um to be to a stranger and mm. then to get that but, rejection would be yeah. like well and you oh, also have to play that fuck. role right <laughs> yeah because i do. think as a dude too i think there's often this like role you have to play that like this idea of sexuality in a male right mm-hmm. you go get her you push her against the fucking wall you be the bull and you like fucking throw her on the bed but if you're not feeling that in that moment you're just yeah. like am i being like am i playing am i acting yeah am i doing a porno here? i feel like, that a lot have you ever had a, a woman call you out because you're not doing that mm-hmm. like call you out like what the fuck be a man ravage me you know like that oh because yeah. I, I it happened to me oh, once really? with, a, with a girlfriend of mine but she was like stop acting like a pussy <gasps> and like this, really like, you know how much that fucking crushed me like no i i, I can imagine for what? years i was like that must oh hurt. Oh my god! Oh, Jesus! Hurt like, like shit. Like a motherfucker. That you in there like? Hurt like oh my god! I'm just not feeling it. Why would you do this yeah. to me? That's horrible. That is horrible. That was one of That's the horrible. most horrific. Horrible. This is. You asked what I never want to do in the bedroom again. Being called the pussy because oh god, I don't want to yeah. fucking oh go insane. Oh my god! That's that's. But that because so I was I wanted to be like. I want to be like soft. And I'm like close. stunned, especially because you have an emotional relationship with somebody that constitutes right like if you're intimate with somebody why would you 
ever say something like mm-hmm. that. I mean, I think we have this image in our head, right? Where if a man doesn't do that, he doesn't like you enough or whatever. He's not into you. He needs to like be crazy about you, like going insane, have a heart on when you just like stand somewhere. You know what I mean? It's insane. It's also an insane concept that the media feeds us, right? Mm-hmm. As a woman, you have to be, have, have sex appeal when you fucking brush your teeth, yeah. right? Or you wake <laughs> up without having brushed your teeth, right? And you're supposed to be you like, he's perfect. like, I want, I mean, mainly in the morning that works actually. But just saying this, this concept is also because women get so insecure, Mm. right they're like why is he not like has like a 24-hour heart on because that means i'm not sexy enough which is please guys and girls (laughs) that's not how it works it is not the craziest part about this is that that actually was a breaking point in that relationship i'm not surprised man because then i was like i know I was Very like, I didn't, I didn't want to have like, like sex anymore. Right? Like well, for of three months, I was like, no. I mean, if somebody no. would say to me, like, what the fuck Crazy. are you doing right now? I think that's. Oh, I would start crying. Like, I, I, like, I, like, I don't to know me, either. Like, I'm sex is extremely emotional. NGL? Extremely. I, like I was like, on the verge of like, oh, but then I felt like if I start crying, yeah, this like, would that make but this is funny i also talked about um the concept of makeup sex the other day i was talking to a girlfriend of mine and she has a lot of issues in her relationship and they fight all the time right and i was like thinking about it I'm like my god how can you stand a relationship like that right i'm like so exhausting all this fighting um and then i was like oh well as a joke kind of like flippantly i'm like maybe you know, they have just fucking amazing makeup sex and that's why they fight all the time. And then I was thinking about the concept of makeup mm-hmm. sex, right? And the um, apparently it's that energy that's um, from the fighting, right? It's just directly translated in sexual energy for these people that feel that. Because mm-hmm. you have heightened emotions, you have heightened intimacy kind of because we are fighting, right? So we are there with each other. We are not like blocking something out. And then you fuck. But for me... That's like the worst, mm. right? I could not do that. I mean, I think I don't like you in that moment. No. And I don't want you to touch me. No. I think when you break mm. like that kind of a trust, because, you know, when we talk about intimacy and we talk about vulnerability and sex is one of the most vulnerable moments a couple can have, right? Because we're not just emotionally, it's emotionally vulnerable, it's physically vulnerable. I always talk about this. I think alone the fact that somebody's, inside another person's mm. body i mean it's, it's kind of mind-blowing you know i'm yeah. always like oh my god he's inside of me like <laughs> it's kind of a crazy concept right how intimate is that fucking moment yeah. that fucking moment <laughs> but that um fucking moment. not to underestimate what that really means right even though we can all have sex where we don't have an emotional you know where we like disconnect and we're just like oh i'm he's just fucking me i mean i've had this you know where i was just like oh I didn't really, you know, I don't have to make a big deal about it. Like I had sex. I really didn't think about it after. But it's still a moment, especially in a relationship, right? Where you build connection. And it's also the moment where you probably can hurt somebody the most. Yeah. And that you know. I felt in that moment, I, that after, that was really disconnecting from from everything. And Yeah, that's the And you know, especially if you're already like kind of like, questioning your manliness through mm. your looks and mm. your body image when you're like in that position already and someone does this of course. i do think that 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 broke something that i'm still struggling with to be quite honest it because i sense. because i still feel like 
after that moment i feel like less of a man ever since that you know like 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 which is which is stupid and insane but i do like catch myself in the moments where i'm like am i really not man enough for some things but see this is like this is what i was saying in the beginning i think this is what is so um toxic about this idea of masculinity right that it can only be one thing and Mm -hmm. then if, Being they're, vulnerable they're, is the most masculine and manly thing you can do. Period. Everything you do is masculine because you're a man. Doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter what and you like, do. And the, and the vulnerability aspect is like, like you said earlier, you can be extremely vulnerable, and if you're that vulnerable with somebody, you can also be rough, right? Yeah. Like these things are not yeah. mutually exclusive. And I think when you become, if the moment calls for it, if you feel it inside of you, like I want to push her against the wall right now, then you do it because you mean it. And you can feel the difference between somebody playing out something or having sex at you Mm -hmm. instead of having sex with you in the moment and like reading each other's body language. Like if this is a real thing at the moment and you push me against the wall in the hallway or we have sex in an elevator, it's just because it happened that day in that moment and not because we planned it and we think this would be like a good scene in a fucking movie and that's also what make, like, brings me back to what you said about men being expected to have a boner all the time and immediately <laughs> like for me that doesn't like that can work but not from the start because because i need to feel that i have consent the trust the mm. intimacy because pushing someone against the wall and just taking them i don't want to do that if they don't want it yeah. so i need to, to build the them, knowledge yeah. the trust the intimacy the practice to know oh she's into all of those things we also maybe hopefully talked about fantasies what we like what we don't like and then i will feel comfortable choking you pushing you against the wall taking you roughly just taking you without warming you up because i know that i read your body language i know you i know you're excited right now so i can take you because i know you that much we built that intimacy that you need to build that yeah and i think that's like the the misconception right like even I mean, I had really great sex the first time I slept with somebody before, but most of the time it does get better just because you get to know the person. And the, the, also the misconception, I was also just talking about this. It's when the first time you have sex, you're kind of like just figuring things out. You're like, who are mm. you? Who am I? How do these puzzle pieces fit together? <laughs> um, and then slowly you discover new things, but that process shouldn't be embarrassing I think it should be full of curiosity and excitement because I get to know you. And if I don't, if I'm not self-conscious and constantly thinking about myself, I can actually enjoy getting to know you one fuck at a time. Mm-hmm. And But I do think that this goes both ways. Sometimes I do feel like that also with women, they kind of like want to play this porn role mm-hmm. way too fast. And you're like, hold up, pineapples, this is... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, you don't but need to like get, gag yeah. on my my exactly. My, you get we, the first blowjob and they start out like oh, they immediately <laughs> just throw themselves wasn't this on like your in, thing. In our first episode where I told you the story about their girl that like yeah. like like blew gave you me in sloppy the car. top in the car like right away. I was like, nope, this is yeah. too much. And I think that that goes both ways. Like absolutely. And in that, I think the conversation gets lost because then the women act like all porny and then they go like, I got to act like porny. And, mm-hmm. and then this, this whole fake scenario yeah. of sex comes up. Oof. And I, and I think the most important thing is just to talk and mm. to communicate really even is. through really. body language. And really even, is. even if it's totally. just, even if it's just like a one night stand, for example, I do think that you can also communicate in there. 
Yeah. And you can tell something. Absolutely. Actually, this is what I said earlier. There is some weird freedom sometimes in a one-night stand. Something that is generally not just like seen as something that is okay, but it should be like general law. I'm putting that on the air quotes <laughs> to say like, no, I'm not into this. Even yeah. as a man. And then not take it as an insult from the other person, right? Exactly. Yeah. Because this is a problem is that people get so attached to these things, right? They get butthurt when someone else doesn't like it. Yeah. Like, and there, mm -hmm. there's, um, this is what, actually I had the sexologist on last episode and she was on last year once as well. And she said something about a compliment sandwich. Have I told you this before? What is a compliment sandwich? A compliment sandwich is if you want to communicate with somebody about what you like or what you don't like, right? You... Um, They first say something they do really well, right? I really love the way, I don't know, you suck on my nipples. And then you say, like, I would love you to suck my clit a little That's bit harder. And I also love when you rub against me, you know, when we're at the coffee shop or something. Mm -hmm. So to give somebody positive, you know, feedback, plus like something that you also would like. Yeah. So to make it, do not be like, honestly, the way you do this is fucking shitty. You know, you're not going to get what you want, you know? Of course. So. so to like have a certain kind of communication where we can build upon. So. Interesting. I do think that subconsciously some of those things I do where you like kind of like compliment someone, general things like the way you smell and then the way you feel. But not the way you suck And then I say, I would really love to do this and this, you know, that, it, that goes a long way. Yeah. Sure. I love the way your hair looks. Alex. But, Thank you very much. But I want to see your nipple. You can do that, I think. <laughs> oh, I can't. He can't. He's, he almost ripped his shirt. All right. And now we're going to go to the gospel. And the gospel is sex news. <laughs> Give us the news. Well, at the moment, it's the Olympics. Ooh. Ooh. And we're going to talk about the sex Olympics. Well, What? really. <laughs> the sex Olympics. What is the sex Olympics? <laughs> well, really, we're going to talk about some sex news from the Olympics. Nice. Is there sex going on? Well, this is the funny thing, which I didn't know. That's so this year is very different because of COVID and everything, right? So one thing happened a week ago where all the athletes, they came to the Olympic Village and they found new beds that were made, right? It's in Japan. And the, the beds were made out of cardboard. And the joke was, these are anti-sex beds which are because they can only hold one person. Which is not true. Which is not true because they debunked that. Uh -huh. It's very sturdy. By like jumping on it, I saw like one of just like Irish athlete or whatever, or Scottish. <laughs> Anyways, this like athlete debunked it on Twitter. But it's funny because they always, apparently since 1988, they give out a lot of free condoms in the Olympic Village. And it used to be because um, of the awareness for uh, HIV and AIDS, right? That they would have this like promo basically, and mm -hmm. these athletes would promote condoms and stuff. But also, A lot of people fucked in the Olympic mm -hmm. Village. Makes there, sense. There was Makes this sense. like German athlete who even was saying in this like famous um, interview apparently in the 90s, he was saying like 70% of the athletes fuck while they're in the Olympic <laughs> Village. <laughs> Rightfully I can so. imagine. It must be like summer camp. Oh Bunch my God. People. What? Amazing bodies <laughs> full of like testosterone. Yeah. Like energy. Fucking, like what? Insanity. Hyped. 
Yeah, but this year, they're like not encouraged to do that, right? They're supposed to be separate because they shouldn't get COVID and stuff. So this bed thing came out, but also the condoms are still being handed out. But they told them to take them home. (laughs) 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 What are you going to do? You take home like 300 condoms. They get 300? No, it's really a lot though. Actually, you know, this is what I was just seeing here. In Brazil in 2016, the Olympics in Rio, they handed out 450,000 condoms get to athletes. Get the fuck out of here. 450,000. 50,000. Yeah. They bang and bang. They, they, they're banging, banging. I mean, it's Brazil. And, hundred, and hundred thousands of those were um, female condoms. You know, famidomes mm. that nobody's ever fucking used, in my opinion, mm-hmm. but okay. Never came across them. Never. No, you know, know, it's the ones Never. that yeah, go like, yeah, inside know, the vagina. But- like, why would you do it? I'm not sure. But, you know. It, aren't it? No, wait. Let's let's not not get into technicalities. I mean, why not? I barely understand why this is happening. So, if we already have, how's it not sliding in? We mean sliding in, sliding out. You mean both? It's kind of like a trash can. (laughs) I don't. You put it up pretty deep. I don't. You know, it's like a trash bag. I don't want to bang a trash bag. No, you don't want to bang a trash bag. You're not that big. Oh, damn. I mean, didn't I have enough Shots emotional fired. trauma Oh, this joke was there. I had to make it. You hung like a horse. Don't worry. You've never seen my penis, which irritates him. <laughs> okay, you guys. Been here for 16 years, so. I don't yeah. want to show you my dick. Should have happened. I don't want to show you my dick. <laughs> Should have happened. Anyways, people, um, apart from this, also this time, they're like alone time is encouraged, right? And really not fucking but i thought this is interesting that even there's like um a lot of accounts of group sex happening at the olympics Mm. and there was this like famous whirlpool orgy that unfolded between germans canadians and austrians in 2010 winter games in vancouver do you think unsurprising with austrians what what are the canadians doing in this german whirlpool you know saunas and stuff it's true. Yeah, that's true. Cold They're weather. very liberal with their... <laughs> yeah. We have FKK. Plenty of it. It is true. So do the Germans. The Germans. That is crazy. I know. So I'm not surprised about the nations involved. Well, yeah, the Canadians. I think they're funny. Maybe it should have been the Swiss and we would have just like, you know, all German pool party. Sex orgy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this is just a German speaking orgy. <laughs> I mean, at least you can do the dirty talk. Ooh, don't know? go there. Oh, this is so funny. Did you think it's funny, like, um, with dirty talk in different languages and I can't stuff? do it in German. A German I is the most disgusting language to I do dirty really? talk. And not impossible. I cannot do it in impossible. German. This is ridiculous. Can't talk about sex in German. Do I can't. I can't. <laughs> This is this okay. German is the worst is language for dirty, dirty talk. Well, that's hilarious. English really has been like the prominent dirty talk language just because of porn too, though. You know what I mean? I mean, I once slept with a dude with a French guy, and suddenly in bed, he starts dirty talking to me in French. My French is a little bad, right? So I don't know what he's saying. So I'm just like, well, you know, and he's talking and talking. Like, this is not just one little thing he says. You know what I mean? He's just okay. telling a fucking story That's while the he's French fucking though. me. And I'm like, oh, well, at least it sounds nice. Was you know? it good, though? He was like, great in you? bed. No, but for, oh, okay. I mean, the, the talking was a little strange because it's like, well, I don't understand you. <laughs> so I'm not sure. You know, if he's like asking me to do something. Maybe I'm he was hyping himself like, oh, up. Just. Oh, my God. I'm just imagining how it would be in Hungarian. Oh, oh God, no. <laughs> 
rice or something. <laughs> Gyere ide, te kicsi kurva. Dogon. It's like no. a sexual predator. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, though, I mean, I feel like some languages <laughs> lean themselves, right? Like, I think Spanish would be fun. True. Like, hey, papi, you know, like, you can, mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. I don't Spanish know. Spanish would be nice. Someone called me papi and it disturbed me. Has somebody called you daddy and it disturbed you too or no? No. Daddy just... would disturb me more than papi. That says something about saying it. It depends who's saying Why? it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but well. yeah, poppy. That no, whatever. But yeah, mm. in, in German, no. Like when even when a lady says something in German that is like meant hot and sexy, you're like, it's really not a sexy no, language. It's not a sexy. Language. Well, the last part of the Olympic game things that we completely like reared off from <laughs> oh, yeah. was about like actually what we said earlier: the fact that. They're in such like great physical shape, right? That elevates apparently the oval sexual function, and therefore, you know, makes them maybe more prone to fuck each other in the fucking Olympic village. I get horny after working out. See, maybe it's also because the testosterone is really. Sometimes I just have a raging boner after I worked out. (laughs) When I step into the shower, I'll just be hard as shit for no reason. No, but I think it makes kind of sense. Right, adrenaline, well, it's good testosterone, for blood flow, tos- yes. testosterone, and yeah. And now we're gonna go to the worship section. Mm, and worship Yay. is erotic art, and today the topic is a bit of a stretch, really. But um, it's sex trends from history. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was thinking about this kind of like body types, right? When body types come in and out of fashion, when we can talk about like the Victorian age where they took out ribs to make like their oh, waist gosh. really tiny or in the 90s when it was like heroin chic or now where it's like Kardashian big booty. And we have really trends that we get like indoctrinated by. And then you think that is sexy, right? connected to that and so i was thinking i was like so funny enough about sex trends i went to um this uh, stand-up comedy gig whatever and this comedian actually he was like doing this joke about um foot fetish um it's kind of like fallen off you know it's like pedestal of like maybe the 90s where that was like oh oh, you have a foot fetish and now it's like licking butts right (laughs) and so (laughs) he was literally actually funny enough he was staring at me and he was like so what is it you want to lick feet or you want to lick butt? And I'm like, what? I just didn't get that he was talking to me. I'm like, are you talking to me? And he's like, yeah, I'm staring at you. I'm like, all right. Well, I did lie, which I didn't even know why. I said feet. I It's not true. Yeah. I'd rather lick a butt. But really? oh, rather? Oh, yeah, totally. Okay. Well, yeah, no feet are off limits for me. I mean, for me, that's not just not a thing. Like a guy's foot, I'm not like going to be like, I mean, I'd suck a toe, but like, why, you know? I suck a toe now and then, but the guy's It needs to be happening, you know what I mean? Hell yeah, I suck toes. (laughs) (laughs) Where's that from again? Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, but so I was thinking about sex trends, like things that were popular, right? Or like things to become popular, like licking butt, right? That's like literally, I think there's so many memes about this that like millennials are like, whatever that this is a thing online everyone's talking about rimming and like stuff it like became that. a thing it totally became a yeah. thing it's a trend it literally is a trend 
I did watch a documentary where someone who was working for a porn website said that it, anal is the number one thing that is being searched for. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I think the butt, the butt <laughs> in Some many ways. going on with the butt these days. <laughs> in many ways. Well, we're going to start in ancient Egypt. We're going to talk about sex trends. So their sex trend was lipstick meant that you were open to oral. Mm-hmm. Oh, can we bring that back? <laughs> can you imagine every girl was like, uh, "You wear lipstick." Well, let's make a color coded so it oh. doesn't like color code. Can you imagine? Make it yeah. <laughs> Nude lipstick means <laughs> like those parties where you have the different colored cups. Yeah, you just be open for business or not. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, oral sex was practiced among ancient societies, of course, right? But the ancient Egyptians are often p- particularly into it because it's been depicted so much mm. in their artwork, right? So one thing actually was that um, also a blowjob was given to a clay penis um, with the god Osiris or something to bring him back to life. So there's this whole like oral fascination also in their religion. Wait, whatever. so like real people were sucking on a statue? Or- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's dope. Interesting. So, Egyptians are often thought of to have been the first culture to wear makeup. Male, Male and female. female with the yes. makeup, right? Yes. Of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The pharaohs too, right? Um, and so the ancient Egyptian courtesans, they were like famous for coloring their lips. And it was a practice that kind of like showed that they were into oral sex. Interesting. That's, right? Again, can we bring that bring, back? Bring, bring the action back, yeah. That would be so weird, right? If you would go up to a girl and be like, uh, I see I, you're wearing lipstick. She's like, what? I'm like, I, I think know what you want to suck my dick. She's like, excuse me? <laughs> you heard That's me. why it's color-coded. <laughs> That's why it's color-coded. All right. Ancient Rome, you guys. So apparently they thought not eating lettuce would help um, with not getting impotent. What do you mean? How did they eating? connect lettuce to? So they were saying potency. that if you would eat lettuce or like leafy greens, it would like reduce your sexual prowess. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So they were against. I wonder greens. how they would they get there. Like, That's why they all died so early. I wonder how they got to that conclusion. <laughs> Someone this is really green and make my like, penis soft. Someone really didn't like Someone was a like, fatty. Someone was a fatty. Not like, I want to keep eating that turkey leg and them grapes. <laughs> no green shit for me. He really was against oh And he God. was in, in a position of power to get that fucking through. If you want to get everyone like healthy yeah. in your society, you just tell them that like lettuce makes your dick like hard that's actually true though i do like think that eating well eating healthy makes no you like to good. eat like eating healthy makes you perform better but at sex like true. you said the olympic that, village they fuck because they're true. in great shape and <laughs> take are hornier. it all back take it all back so, so <laughs> eating well is not only good for your health it's also good for your sexual health yeah middle ages europe now what, what's going on there <laughs> what's going on fall in love from afar now this is actually <laughs> what um, a different kind of situation. So the church became very restrictive about sex, right? In the Middle Ages. So it was really difficult to bang <laughs> outside of wedlock. So what came about was actually something called courtly love in the 11th century, which is basically um, courting people. So it's less about sex than about like songs and stories about longing and lust love and like not being able to hook up with somebody because they're all married, you know, to some people that were arranged, like arranged marriages. Mm-hmm. So this whole thing is about this noble woman is in a marriage, you know, set up by her family and the male lover who was like, I don't know, a, tr- a troubadour or a knight. <laughs> <laughs> he would like sing songs and poems about like the emotional love 
You know, I would love to taste her, but I can't. You know, that kind of mm. like. So they were compensating. Love. Could the, be very sexual, though. Absolutely. The not banging with. And then you just have to. Love. Then you just have to like fucking masturbate to a fucking weird song. We still masturbate, but I'm songs. sure they were banging. Like I well, mean, I'm, like just because the church says, "Hey, you can't bang on Sunday," you know, <laughs> I don't think people are going to stop banging. Well, but if you if it's difficult um, to bang out of wedlock, especially for a woman, but there was oh, how yeah, is she going to be alone? Yeah, That's, where are you going to fuck? <laughs> I, because I was thinking like whorehouses, and I was like, okay, wait, that goes just only one way. But how much of the population was that? You know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, exactly. people were always was... banging because th- that's what we talked about before that I heard in the podcast that, you know, people were bringing their sheepskin condoms to the washing lady. Oh, yeah. And it was a common thing, thing, you know, like people were having sex and the housewife's almanac said that her orgasm is very important and was always and consent was a very important thing. So. Yeah, this is actually because we talked about this earlier mm. before we started the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> because we only talk about sex ended. even when it's <laughs> No, but like this idea, right? In this podcast that you were listening yeah. to, they were talking about that they thought that orgasm is connected to ovulation. Yes. Right. And then I was talking about this like research that was done that with rabbits, it's actually that way. When rabbits orgasm to ovulate, and the theory is that people used to be the same way, humans used to be the same way. So evolution it um disconnected right so we still have an orgasm but and the joke is the joke is that just not enough orgasms were given to women <laughs> just can't so give the them body orgasms. was like fuck this we have to like ovulate <clears throat> once a month no matter if she comes or not you know uh-huh. to, sustain, <laughs> to sustain our fucking the um, species species yeah the evolution of ovulation interesting yes might be it sounds plausible at least it does. I mean, it could be at least. <laughs> I mean, it could have gone both both ways. Like the evolution could have been like, look, I'm going to make this easier for you to come or I'm going to like let you ovulate no matter what. So you kind of took the, the also, short end of the straw. It right? could also be population control. If the girl comes all the time, she has so many babies. All right. Next, also, next one. We arrived at the Middle Ages. Yeah, well, now we're in the Puritan era United States. Mm. Um, so this is about public sex. Excuse okay. me. So they had a lot of public sex, those Puritans, nice. right? They banged in the Very fields, nice. um, oh. in the sheds, blah, 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 because their, um, their spaces were so crowded and small inside, right? They had a whole family staying and <laughs> staying. <laughs> the whole family over no but they had like really small living (laughs) quarters right so they had to like fuck in public all the time but public and not in the sense that they fucked on the courtyard or something no (laughs) like in the forest it's an outdoor bang a field a field a forest you know banging out of home a porch everything that was not a bedroom exactly shared yeah exactly yeah. everyone's hanging out at home and you're like fuck i mean let's go outside and fuck. Fuck, let's go fuck somewhere else <laughs> or just like pull a curtain like uh, well it's a little bit like when you still live with your parents and then you have to like you know get wild in the car or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. um, or just teens do well if you're in europe that's not the same thing because you don't get your driver's license with 16 so you gotta find different places you Absolutely. gotta hope your parents are on vacation or something <laughs> or parents are at home you want to come over right absolutely hey, that's how i had my first time Oh, really? Yeah. The Victorian era. <laughs> Prescription vibrators. So really what happened in the Victorian era, which is a shitty era for a lot of fun things, but um, women were diagnosed back then with something called hysteria, mm-hmm. right? Which is like a 
physical or mental health issue. Basically, they were fucking trapped inside and going fucking insane because they were trapped like fucking slaves. So then they got a little crazy. <laughs> Not really, just a little wild. And then, then these doctors- Then they actually got hysteria. Yeah, exactly. And then the doctors- <laughs> And the doctor- Wandering wombs, that's true. And then the doctors started jerking them off in the offices, yeah, to release the stress and to cure the hysteria. You have never heard of what? this before? I have not heard of it. I have yes. heard like lobotomies yes. and stuff like that. No, but. I mean, I heard no. that they were told by doctors back then because I heard a podcast on the misconceptions about women in his medicinal history. Mm-hmm. And like the wandering womb was part of that and hysteria. But I was, I heard that they were told to masturbate. Like they were given, no, that's what vibrators came doctors, from. And, yeah, exactly. But doctors actually did it for women. That's crazy. Yeah, there was a job literally to like jerk off all these women to make them come. No so the orgasm so would like release the stress clearly that's crazy but from today's the, perspective this is where the vibrator came from right because yeah. they created oh these because yeah. after a while their hands would get tired no. and they're like fuck i have to like jerk off 15 women yeah, a day like it's kind of crazy we need to develop something so they build a vibrating device so they wouldn't have to fucking you know <laughs> And like the wandering womb was like the thing where doctors told women when they have a headache, you're just under fucked and your womb basically went up to your head and is now causing this headache. <laughs> My God. That was that was really it. Science, ladies and gentlemen, science. They I mean, had some kidney problem. They're like, ooh, your womb probably wandered there because you just under fucked, girl. I mean, at least she got, some good you know, she got a little orgasm out of it, you know? Still, so than well, but that also saying. developed, I heard. Like, that wasn't immediately the solution. There was of also some not. very sick shit done to these women. No, and also, I, I love, alone the stuff. fact that they, like, think that these yeah, women go crazy and, and to, like, sedate them, yeah. you have to jerk them off. That like, was... it's not treated like a human, you know? Yeah. It's also involuntary. They're doing this on them as a... Pre- they well, know, that's it's crazy. like a procedure. Whole, you cannot have an orgasm involuntarily. Yes, yes, you can. I've had one before. You absolutely can. Really? I mean, involuntarily is a little extreme... But it happened to me before when I tried out a new, the first time I tried out the womanizer with Lena, which is clit section toy mm-hmm. um, that I love now. But the first time when I tried it, I was just like, normally with a vibrator, for me, it takes like a little bit to come, right? Like this is a process. It's like slowly building up and then eventually I come. But with this thing, I put it on my clit and I came in that second. And it was like, it was so trippy. I wasn't even horny yet. You know what I mean? I was just like, oh, try this out. No, it was insane. And it was totally involuntary. It It was not even fun. I was just so excited. You said it was too quick to enjoy it. It was too quick. It's like, it's surprising. You're like, shit, what? what?" Mm. It was like stolen from me. Could you come in voluntarily? Like if someone would just I don't think I could get hard. You know what I mean? If somebody, if if you're like, I think you probably could. If somebody sucks your dick while you're sitting on a chair and you're like strapped to it, you'd probably get hurt without but I could wanting. not come. I could not come. Mm. I, pro- I don't come that crazy I don't know. much. Like I I mean, I, I don't know, know, obviously, since I don't have a dick I and no, I don't this think I no, but like I can get limp when I'm really insecure. So like that situation, you know. Yeah. But you know some guys have involuntary orgasms when they get prostate exams that's what i just wanted to say like that would maybe be one yeah. way where you could work it because like i need to be hard to have an orgasm so yeah, with the prostate i think that getting hard would be the problem yeah it's it, pff, i mean we don't really want to do that to anybody but uh, don't. They, don't. they did that to these women right yeah. that's insane yeah but this is that's at crazy. least where the vibrator came from <laughs> 
<laughs> Silver lining was the vibrator. Now we're going to move on. So in the 1970s, um, open-minded about open marriages. So really a lot of people think this, that the 60s were this like really open time considering sex and like um, open relationships and stuff. But really it started in the 70s for real where it became kind of popular to have different partners um, meaning that, you know, you'd have like this concept of emotional intimacy, but then sexual freedom, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I thought that was kind of interesting because there's a book that was written in 1972 called Open Marriage by Nina and George O'Neill, apparently. And this is when this concept started happening in the Western world, at least, right? Of, of this you know, freedom, sexual freedom. I mean, also, this is the time where parties started, like sex parties mm -hmm. and swinger parties and stuff like that. But that kind of started in the 70s. Interesting. Mm -hmm. That trend, which still exists, I mean, mm -hmm. obviously, right? If you talk about polyamory being such a big thing, it's just a re, actually, it's just rebranded. That trend is just rebranded from swingers to like polyamory. Right, because if I think about swingers, I always think about more like the '70s and these couples in this like house or whatever, smoking a cigarette and having a martini and then fucking. Um, but now it's just polyamory, and it's like some hippie in Topanga in LA, you know. Interesting. Sharing you all you see it on Tinder a lot. Yeah, like oh really? Polyamorous really? relationships where there's like see the, the bunch. A guy and a girl are like looking for a, just someone it. to join. We'll just say poly or in a relationship, yeah. just looking for whatever. It's okay. 1990s. Everyone gets spanked. So this is where BDSM <laughs> became like really popular, right? Especially in pop culture. This is all we are talking about, right? Things that are really coming because people did BDSM like obviously forever. People be coming, yeah. <laughs> people be coming. <laughs> um, no, because even I, I watched this like um, we talked about it on a podcast. Pornhub did this restoration of like the first porn films and stuff and like put it all together. It's kind of a cool project. And you can see people in like 1925 or something doing crazy BDSM stuff on tape. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, kind of really? crazy. But so really popular in the 90s with bondage and you know, power exchange. And even like, for example, um, Madonna, right? She did like, what did she do? Erotica was her album. And it was all like bondage and she had leather outfits and stuff like leather that. Leather really became a thing in the 90s. Yeah. That too, yeah. The time when it was I like... I think it was so fetishy in the 90s that yeah. it's nearly... I think now it's become something very different. I think BDSM has taken on so many different shapes and forms because you don't just have to be that 90s version of like leather and whips mm -hmm. and you don't have to be goth or something to like it you know mm -hmm. what i mean yeah, you yeah, can like yeah, have a fucking so. like a completely normal life you don't have to buy into the lifestyle of bdsm to do it in a bedroom no, right i don't no. have to run around like have my whole face pierced yeah if i want because that's get the whipped. thing when we started talking about bdsm in the 90s i immediately had a picture in my head of like oh totally you know that who that person, person looks, is you know yeah, exactly yeah. and that's the thing now i feel like that isn't necessarily the, the case anymore yeah. and now we're gonna go into confessions 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 confessions, confessions. confessions. <laughs> This day is some more part of this podcast. Um, confessions are questions and stories from you guys and answers from us. And we're going to start with, I don't know if it's a guy or a girl. Give it to us. Got an invitation from this guy for group sex. Five men. Do I say yes? I'm assuming this is a girl. That does sound like 
Well, I don't want to be assuming. It could be also like a fun game. Could be true. But would you then feel the need to point out that it's five guys is my question. Exactly. Probably not. But who knows? Anyways, either way. Well, (laughs) do you know them? Do you trust them? Do you feel safe around them? I mean, let's say say it's a girl just for, and then we'll say it's a guy and we'll give different advices maybe. I think it's a big difference because if it's it's a a girl, make very sure that they respect your boundaries and that they respect you as a human being. And that you communicate beforehand what you're cool with. Yeah, because just that that can go sideways real quick. Oh, yeah. Especially if you don't know them and you probably should hang out with them before you actually go there. Yeah, you should know them and you should definitely tell someone where you are. I mean, sorry, yeah. but that sounds super weird. No, but I do but think that true. that's super important. To it's true. I mean, yeah, you really be safe. establish be safety. safe out there. Be like, safe out there. Do stuff, yeah. but be safe out there. Yeah, and yeah, because that is like it's like a gangbang. Yeah, and you're the... there's different type of gangbangs. Like that, they can go rough. So you should communicate. You should yeah. know these people. Especially, you should trust also, it's these kind of people. funny. Well, you get invited to um, as a woman, you get invited to a party, and there's like five dudes, and it's a sex party. You're like. Well, am I fucking every one of you, or are you also fucking? That's also you know yeah, what I mean. True. That's also, like what's happening. Is this yeah. just like bukake or some shit, yeah. or is this like <laughs> um, the guys are bi and everyone's fucking? Also different. Yeah, so clear. But, but, communicate. Clear yeah, the front. Talk about that. Don't meet, don't meet for the gangbang right away. Maybe. But if we analyze the so. thing, she clearly said invited to a sex party, right? For group sex. Group yeah. sex. Group mm-hmm. sex. That does sound like it. Again, they... yeah, definitely ask some clarifying questions. Yeah. <laughs> For myself, I don't think I'd, I mean, I would definitely not just go. No. I mean, no way. No. Just because I would have to feel extremely safe in a group sex environment in the first place. And also five men and I, I'd be like, you know, terrified to get raped, to be honest. But yeah, what if I don't, if maybe I want to fuck one of them or two, but maybe not all five. And yeah. then. Like go that for drinks or like go for dinner, dynamic, find out yeah. about them. Yeah. See who you sure like. See if you want to even be fucked by all of them or fucked exactly. with all of them. Exactly. So what if it's a guy? If it's same, a guy, actually. Same. Same. same I do actually. think it applies doesn't the same change. to it, but it... Yeah, you should you know can the people, you should trust the people. But it does seem less threatening. Just gonna say a, little, a little, but yeah. I don't know. But at the but same that's, time, it's like if five guys want to take you, they will take you, yeah. even if you're a dude, man. Yeah, it's even completely. If you're a dude, man. It actually, <laughs> it really no, but it really is no difference, right? It yeah, makes no difference. Of but weird how we all went to that space first, like the women. Oh, we gotta be careful. But at the end of the day, both. Both. No, both. Absolutely. Yeah. Thought that from the start. I mean, course. I thought about this. Okay. Like a friend of mine is gay, and he. He would do these like grinder dates where the dude would just come over in the middle of the day for a fuck date, right? A stranger to his house, mm-hmm. 3 p.m., come well, over. Don't people they do would that. like have a cup of tea and kind of like see if they want to fuck, if they find each other attractive. If yes, yes. If no, no, fine. But I was like, a woman can never do that. You know, I couldn't no. like invite a man to my home and be like, I don't know you. Come over for a cup of tea. Maybe we'll fuck. I mean, this is like terrifying. <laughs> You'd invite a girl though. What? You'd invite a girl though. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, won't be terrified that she's going to rape you. Yeah, no. It, it, I, mean, I could fight her off. <laughs> hey, you don't know that. And you don't know that, true. Maybe she can do Krav Maga or stuff. Yeah, yeah that's I'll, true. I'll be done for it then. I'll be done for it then. <laughs> I mean, if she Krav Maga the shit out of me, it's done. Okay, another question where I don't know if it's a guy or a girl. Or are they, you know? Give it to us. I rarely come during sex. What can help me? Because that can be we both. Or, listen okay. to this podcast and... I think we talked a lot about 
emotional like connection maybe mm. can help yeah communication can always help Feeling and safe. maybe figure yourself out Absolutely. and then yeah. communicate that i think that overall it, it's just it, it's, it's true just, no i think that there is this thing about starting with yourself always right in order to like figure out what you what are your breaks and your accelerators of your desire, exactly. right? Mm -hmm. To like figure out what your body actually likes, what you enjoy. And the best way to do that is through masturbation, obviously in the beginning to explore your body in different ways. It doesn't even have to be masturbation. You can also start reading erotic or stories. Watch porn and figure out what watch yeah. porn. your boat. Or just like, you know, listen to sexy music and like touch yourself, not even masturbate. And like just figure out a few things that kind of like get you in a mood. And then communicate that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I, I think, think we that's, talked about this. And also whole, get a partner. Also find out where you don't come. Like what, what part is it? Because yeah, I don't if know you get if, like your head, if it's an head. erection that goes away or if you just can't come as a girl, maybe some no one has performed the right stuff on you. Yeah. And I think there's actually, there's a good way to do this too. This sounds really technical, but you can write down, um, about your a, a, like a time that you came right and it was really a beautiful experience and write down exactly what happened where were details, you yeah. mm -hmm. what were you wearing what was the temperature <laughs> what did she he do they do how did you feel how did you feel what made you yeah exactly and then mm. also write about a time where it was bad sex quote unquote in your mind mm. and figure out what are all the things that don't make you calm that like mm -hmm. that um will get you turned off yeah, just a, a good it's like a detective list. try to be aware yeah yeah that, that i mean it's what we discussed all all night long so now this is a confession it's a story i'm 44 i have been in a relationship for eight years with a man who is 25 years my senior he came from a sexless marriage and has been almost 20 years since he had an, any sexual contact our first sexual encounter lasted all of 20 seconds. Now we go for hours with lots of passion and tons of satisfaction. He has been the first to give me an orgasm from penetration, makes me squirt and begs to eat my pussy. It keeps getting better every time. Wow. Sounds like you took the time to build intimacy and trust. Yes. <laughs> That'll give you great orgasms. Wow. And Interesting. 25 years her senior. He's 25 years older? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How old is she? 44. So he's... He's 69. <laughs> 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 Took me a little bit out of mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it's so good, baby. No, but I mean, he... I think this is nice, right? Like he... It's been eight years, obviously, but he was in an almost sexless marriage for 20 years. God damn. A lot of built up, uh, you know. Apparently, well, that's why well, it only took 20 to seconds do. for the first, <laughs> first round. Now, that's okay. You know We're what? Excited. You know what? I salute you, brother. Fantastic. Of course. Gorgeous well, also, I mean, and also her. to know that, you know, if you are in a relationship where you're sexually not satisfied, there's always going to be somewhere else that might satisfy you differently, you know? If you can't figure it out, it's okay, you know? Life it's, is never a cul-de-sac. You can always change your situation. That's true. Mm -hmm. If you're unhappy, just do something about there. it. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I think with, with sexual stuff, you know, I mean, I think in a relationship, there's a lot of things you can do to change and evolve, you know, in your sexual relationship as well. Mm -hmm. But exactly. also you don't have to stick around if it does not change. Exactly, but true. 
not sticking around is not the first way you should go about no, it if you're happy in any other way we yeah. talked about this and again be open-minded communication Talk. communicate be open-minded open your mouth say what you want and maybe maybe it turns out that maybe someone communicate your insecurities you, it's gonna be skyrocket exactly but also like if you say something to somebody and they can't give you what you need at least you know yeah, yeah. right yeah communication Closure. is key Close. Big surprise. Big surprise is always on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> talk about the things you like. Talk about your insecurities. Talk about what you want to try. Talk just about talk people. What you don't just want. Just talk people. And then sometimes shut the fuck up and sometimes shut the fuck up and just yeah. And with that, we're gonna close tonight's amen. Um, amen. Church session. Amen. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much for coming. Thank you for inviting us Thank again. Thanks for having us. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's always Please amazing. Please come back. Well, amen. 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 Thank you guys so much for listening to the Pussy Church Podcast. And go check out my website, talesoflara.com. We just added some new products, like a print of the incredible Shunga artist Senju. Also, if you like today's show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It helps us keep the show going. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that will be amazing too. See you next Sunday. <laughs> <laughs>